My father's no different than any other powerful man who's responsible for other people. I had this part in the picture. It puts me right back up on top again. This Hollywood big shot's gonna give you what you want. He says there's no chance. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. You know my father. Men are coming here to kill him. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business? I thought you weren't going to become a man like your father. I never wanted this for you. Fredo, you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. to an all-new episode of Palace Off the Top Rope. Thank you so much for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. And on deck for this week's episode, I'm going to talk about the newest release on 4K. It is the Godfather Trilogy. You're going to get my review on the restoration and the box set and all that stuff. A lot of good stuff. Then later on in the show, I'm going to talk about more free agency news in the NFL with Abraham Trevino. I'll bring him on. As we go deep diving into all of the news that happened post our episode last week, we thought we covered a lot of stuff in that episode, and then more news happened as uh, as we went off the air. So, a lot to get into there. That'll be towards the end of the show. We are on the road to, uh, I guess, what's the next big like big blockbuster? Morbius, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Sonic the Hedgehog two. I guess it could be either one of those, depending on your preference or taste. This week, though, brings us The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and a uh, surprise for me, Brad Pitt, who I had no idea was involved in this movie until I saw the trailer not that very long ago. Uh, we had sneak previews for it this past weekend at our theater, sold out completely, so I'm hoping... I'm hoping that this is going to be another hit that's not a comic book movie. So while, yes, I do continue to push for success for the Batman, which, by the way, has already grossed over $300 million domestically. So that, to me, is already a gigantic success. Only because Batman has been, you know, iterated on screen so many times already. So the fact that he's still a bankable star uh, and the fact that we have, like, everything Marvel now, like, that's still, that's a triumph for me, so... Um, 300 million in the U.S., 600 million worldwide. So this thing's already close to a billion dollars. I don't know if it'll get there. It doesn't need to be 
to be considered a massive success. And I know everyone continues to compare it to, oh, it's not making the money that Spider-Man No Way Home did. But again, Spider-Man No Way Home had a lot of factors going for it, a lot of, you know, build up to it. And it was kind of a payoff, right, um, to this series or this version of Spider-Man. So, again, for the Batman, this was just another iteration. It wasn't a, a lead up to anything. It wasn't an epic conclusion like the Dark Knight Rises, like we got it almost a decade ago. So the fact that it's still, you know, making money and the fact that it's made this much already uh, because, again, it's going to be hitting HBO Max, I think, uh, in the middle of April. So we're almost there. Uh, is incredible. So huge hit with the critics. Huge hit with the audience. Because uh, they're continuing to come back and watch it, right? $300 million, That's not nothing. Um, and the audience overall just generally liked this version. So win-win. But I hope it gets knocked out of the number one spot by The Lost City. Because we need movies like this to continue to thrive. Now, I know movies are not, you know, what doesn't drive them anymore is the movie star. Still does for people like me, who I, I do believe, like, one of the lost uh, things of Hollywood is having that big movie star drive movies. So, like, this weekend, right, like, The Lost City, like, there, it's a, it's like a rom-com adventure story. But it's not, like, anything we haven't seen before. But it's got likable movie stars in the roles and what... Why you want to go see it? I want to go see it because Channing Tatum's in it. I enjoy his movies. I love Sandra Bullock for the most part. Anything that she does is usually pretty good or funny. And, and Brad Pitt's in it also. Like, how how is that not a win-win for everybody? So, you know, it's a movie that's driven by stars. And it's a thing that, you know, people just... Hollywood relies too much on just the, the IP, the, the brand, right? It's not... It's like the way WWE does things now, like right? They don't care about this making that massive star like a Stone Cold or The Rock. They want you to go because it's the brand, because it's WWE. And I think that's one of the reasons why that that is not as popular as it is anymore, not as good as it once was, is because we don't have those larger than life superstars. And if we, I think if we had more movie stars these days, um, a lot of movies would be more successful. But a lot of these movies that come out sometimes, like, they don't have anybody that you're, that, you know, A, never heard of, or just B, not big enough. And we still kind of have some of those stars, and we're getting that this weekend with The Lost City. So I'm, I'm pushing and hoping that this gets number one at the box office. I'm going to predict somewhere between 25 and 30 million. Uh, Batman last weekend made, or The Batman made around 36 million. So, it, it's got a chance because the movie's going to continue to dip, right? Because everyone's seen it, um, and plenty of times, I think, already. Um, even at, at uh, the theater that I work at, it's one of the biggest uh, theaters in, in the nation. Uh, I've started to see, like, the, the audience kind of die out a little bit for this. Not, I mean, they're still coming out to see it, don't get me wrong. But it's, it's diminishing uh, each day that goes by. So this is the perfect opportunity for another movie to take that spot, but not only take that spot, but make a good amount of money. So I'm predicting 25 to 30 million for uh, the lost city. Anything below that I think would, will just be like, Oh man, like studios aren't just going to have any faith anymore. Um, anything above 30. It's like, yes, like see, this is the recipe Hollywood. There can be other movies besides comic book and star Wars. So uh, movie stars do matter to like movies like this. So looking forward to that. Uh, I'm going to be checking it out. Hopefully tomorrow, maybe. We got some early showings going on at our theaters. 
Um, we had one tonight, uh, which was billed as a girl's night out. I wasn't going to go to that. <laughs> I don't fit the audience for that. And then the tomorrow's is date night. I, 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 I don't fit that category either, but you know, I'm pretty sure there'll be guys in attendance for that show. And I'm sure there was guys tonight in the, in the girl's night out, but I wasn't going to take my chances and I didn't want, I didn't want to make it awkward for myself. So I'll try to make it out to tomorrow night's showing and then get you guys a review for the podcast because again, there's got to be different movies out there. There, there's it, it can't all just be the big stuff. So um, while there's big stars in this movie, it's not considered to be like some giant movie that everybody's gonna go out in like you know zinging open to a hundred million or anything like that. That type of blockbuster, but still a, a Hollywood movie nonetheless. Um, let's get to. Um, my review, or actually, you know what? First, uh, we got we got to stick with Spider Man No Way Home, right? It's out on digital right now, folks. You can buy it. It's made you know so so much money. Uh, it's the third highest grossing movie ever, behind uh, what is it? Star Wars: The Force Awakens and Avengers Endgame. So it's in pretty like historic territory. So anybody that tries to compare. You know, box office to that movie, including a movie like The Batman, which is in the same type of genre. I mean, come on. There's just no movies rarely make that high of, of money. So, um, you know, congrats on all that. Uh, again, you can buy it now through like Voodoo or however you buy your movies digitally. Me, I'm a hard copy physical media type guy. So I'm going to wait till about April. I think is when it releases on 4K, so on an actual disc. So I'll buy it. I liked the movie. It was fun. It was nice to have those big crowds back because this was the movie that kind of really brought everything like to a point where like, wow, this feels like the old days. Um, you know, huge crowds cheering, everybody excited, everybody happy. It was a, it was a very feel good movie by the time you walked out of that theater and awesome. Great. But let's calm down on the history of this movie. So you you take out, you know, and this is spoilers. If you haven't seen it yet, sorry. So many months have passed. If you haven't seen it, you don't want to see it. So I'm going to spoil some stuff here. Uh, I got a, I got a hot take regarding this movie. And everyone's, uh, right now, the, the discourse online is uh, ripping it for, you know, the, the way Marvel films their movies and... You know, how it's a lot of green screens and CGI and all that stuff. And it's, you know, it's right to be criticized on that end. But also, it's the it's the movies that make all the money. So, you know, they're kind of like, they're they're the, the top of the class right now in terms of, like, what's what's in and what, what business is booming to. But in, in terms of, like, the, the legacy of this movie, and I keep telling people this, and... Uh, and I get, you know, eyes rolled at, I get scoffed at, but I really think it's true. So for all that this movie is, like, what do you really get out of it, right? In terms of, like, rewatchability. Now you like, or I shouldn't say like, you love that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield showed up, right? That's about, like, I want to say, like, 70% of the hype of this movie and what it was leading into it. That's what got you into the theater, and that's what you're going to remember most about this movie. It's like, oh, all the Spider-Man appeared in, in, in one movie with the current Spider-Man. That's almost also like the last hour of the movie, right? Give or take, right? Last hour. So that's what the legacy of this movie is. And I'm not saying that the movie is not, 
good or fun, which it is. It's it's rewatchable. It's likable. But what you're going to remember out of that movie, and it's not going to be something like The Dark Knight where it's like the whole, that whole thing's incredible, right? Like the movie, everything, cinematography, story, acting, uh, directing. It, I don't think it's going to have that kind of legacy. And that's not to knock this movie because it's Spider-Man No Way Home because it is fun. It's a fun movie. I liked it. I I gave it a positive review. I enjoyed the movie. But I think most people's remembrance of this thing is going to be that last hour. And that's about as much of it as you're going to get. It's it's going to have the same effect as the Rogue One, a Star Wars story, had the year after Force Awakens came out. It wasn't that you were like excited about a non like Skywalker story. It was uh, it was the fact that only, the only thing anybody ever talked about when they came out of that movie was that oh the, the Darth Vader scene, but Darth Vader went ape shit and like killed all these people and he was like the villainous like just badass like villain you, you hoped you would see on screen, and that's all anybody ever talks about when it comes to Rogue One that, or that's all I've ever heard about that movie. I think the same thing's going to happen for this Spider-Man movie. You're not going to be like, oh, that was such a great Spider-Man movie. No. You're going to remember it, and people are going to only probably ever mention and show clips on Twitter and social media, YouTube, all that stuff. It's all just going to be about the stuff with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and the scenes, whatever they're in, with Tom Holland, and that's it. Because even to me, I've seen the movie once, and I've once fully, and I've walked in... A couple of other times and i've walked in on parts where it's like it's totally all the stuff before they arrive and i'm like oh damn i i kind of forgot about this movie and what was going on in the story it's like i think only every any everybody really just cared to see like are they going to be in it or are they not and when they are that's what you liked like if they sold this movie on home video let's say they sold it in two parts Let's say they sold the first part of the story where, you know, it's Tom Holland interacting with all these previous villains from other Spider-Man movies and that story with Doctor Strange and, and Zendaya and the other buddy, um, Ned, the character. You have all that in one part of the movie. And let's say they sold another, the, the last half of the movie where it's just the Toby, Andrew, uh, all together. They fight together. They laugh together. They cry together. I, guarantee you more than like 90% of the people would just buy that half of the movie because that's all they really cared about going into it because the overall story was kind of just like eh okay it was kind of like the same thing that I asked people like what did we get out of Spider-Man Far From Home like what was the, the lesson learned or the overall arc like I don't know it's very muddled because again a lot of what was the intrigue of No Way Home was the mystery box element. Cameos. I don't want that to become what 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 popular movies are. Like, what people think that's what the standard should be. It's cameos and universes and, you know, bringing stuff from the past and having it interact with the present. Like, they're going to do it in The Flash, right, with Michael Keaton's Batman and Ben Affleck's Batman. And, like, I mean... I can pop for that for a second, but as far as like the longevity and the overall like legacy of it, eh. Like I'm excited about Robert Pattinson's Batman and what they did there and creating a whole story and it was a 
you know, beginning, middle, and end in that movie. It wasn't anything like teasing for the next movie, even though there's going to be one. Um, it was just that movie as it is and not relying on cameos or stuff from the past and all that stuff. Like, I think <laughs> with this Spider-Man, like, they peaked. Like, did they get interest in Andrew Garfield or wanting Andrew Garfield to do another one in the audience's eyes? Yes. Would people want to see another Tobey Maguire uh, Spider-Man movie? Possibly. But, like, that was the whole thing, right? That that was the gimmick. And uh, these days I'm less about the gimmicks. And just give me a good movie. And again, the movie was fun. I liked it. But that's my hot take is that that's what you all are going to remember about this. That's the legacy of that movie is that last little part of the movie, not the overall thing. And that's that. That's 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 what I think my 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 hot take is. And, you know, I, I'm going to get a lot of shit from people and that's fine. But that's my opinion. And again, if you have a problem with how I feel about things and you're not confident in the thing that you like. That's enough about Spider-Man No Way Home. Let's talk about some good stuff that happened this week. So on Monday, got it a day early, the Godfather 4K trilogy box set. Uh, actually released today on a Tuesday, but I got mine a day early. Um, incredible box set. So they have the, the actual, like the regular 4K box set that you can get. I'm sure they have it at Best Buy. I didn't, I didn't get to go walk around there today or anything like that i like to usually go on tuesday just to see what's out in the new releases and i know physical media is not the thing anymore and everybody buys everything online and digital streams it and and don't get me wrong i used to be about that stuff i used to think like oh streaming yeah the future digital movies uh you don't have to you can clear up shelf space and all that stuff but then i actually bought a 4k player i'm like okay let's let's see let me see if i can get back into this physical media thing and boy, is streaming 4K nowhere near the just the pristine picture that a 4K actual disc can give you. And I tested this because I saw The Godfather on 4K disc first. And my goodness, folks, the, the remastering of these movies in 4K is just so top-notch. Now, I know when I present the 4K stuff to friends and family whenever they come visit... I'll show them the Dark Knight or Mission Impossible, just you know some action stuff because that stuff pops a little bit more. But I, I think I'm going to add the Godfather to that list on showing people off. If I, if I want to convince people, like here, you should buy a 4K TV. You should also buy a 4K player for your movies and buy it physically because this is what what it's going to look like on the screen. And man, those movies like. And and not all 4K movies transfer that way. I can I can be honest about that. There's some movies where I buy them and it's like, well, this is not that much different from the the Blu-ray version, uh, so it, it may not be worth the upgrade. But there's then there's some movies. There's your Dark Knights, your Mission Impossible's, um, and now there's this one, the Godfather trilogy, which just looks so immaculate, so beautiful, just. Oh man, like you're such an awe. It's like it's like you're watching it for the first time on the screen, but just in the clearest way possible. Um, and it looks so good. It doesn't look like soap opera-ish where it's like it looks fake. There's some movies that have that effect on the TV and and it'll make the the action and the the scenery look very it looks very um just dated. 
And it definitely doesn't look like that with The Godfather. It looks like a movie that could be released today. So I highly recommend the 4K set. Um, so they have the regular one. But the one I got is a little bit more pricier. But it's a it's a more elegant box. It's like a huge ass. Like almost about as tall as a vinyl record. Obviously not as wide. But you know, almost like a, like a little encyclopedia is what it looks like. It's that thick and that big. Um, and there's just a lot of good stuff. Check out my YouTube video on that. I'm going to do an unboxing for it. Uh, just amazing, amazing quality. Not only in the presentation of the, of the box set itself, but the movies just pay off. Like it was worth it. It's worth all the money. It's worth the upgrade. So for those of you that still buy your physical media, and you own the Blu-ray set, and I used to own the Blu-ray set of The Godfather, so I can tell you, like the uh, the quality is even better, and, and and I know people still haven't really converted all the way to Blu-ray and much less 4K, but I'm just telling you, if you're into that stuff and you're thinking about upgrading, totally worth it. There's some movies that are worth the the upgrade for, and The Godfather certainly is. So it's out now. Um, I'm sure it'll diminish in price as the months go by because physical media is just not the thing anymore. It's almost like buying CDs, which I don't do anymore. I stream everything on Spotify. You know, there's some stuff where I don't buy physically, but, uh, you know, for movies and stuff, I definitely will continue to buy them on disc as much as I can. And if, of course, they release them. So, yeah, that's my review of The Godfather. Uh, just, they did a restoration of part three. Um, what is it about two years ago? Maybe about a year ago. Uh, for part three, uh, they redid it and, you know, the director was involved, Francis Ford Coppola, and he re-edited the movie and, you know, tightened up, um, a lot of scenes and made it more crisper, a lot sharper, flowed a lot better. And, uh, the, the original cut has kind of like been, shoved aside and not that it's not canon but it's kind of like eh, don't really watch that one watch watch this one if you want the full epic trilogy story to be told beautifully you watch that new cut of part three um but again all the movies look just fantastic on disc um can't say enough good things about it this is probably one of the best upscale buys that i've done you know the dark knight trilogy being another one of those the mission impossible movies um, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Go buy it, but let's take a break here. When we come back, um, I'm going to bring on Abraham Trevino. We're going to talk more NFL free agency news. This is palace off the top rope. We'll be right back. Don't panic. What do you mean? No panic. You have something on your back. Give it all. I can feel him sucking my speaking. soul. Jeez, the key to finding the treasure. Ah! Yes, please. Stop, stop, stop. Not in it, not in it. Still not in it. If I don't get to this island, my friends are going to die. I know somebody that can help us. Oh, yeah. Alan, Batman was already unconscious. The Lost City, March 25th, only in theaters. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. We've got Abraham Trevino on the line again this week to talk some more NFL free agency news. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on? So I wanted us to go off air last week because I didn't want us to go too long. But in the minute we did, like all this other stuff started happening. So I figured that was going to happen with the first week of free agency. And uh, we're here to talk today about all the other stuff that happened once we went off air last week. So 
we'll catch you up on everything, folks. I guess the first thing we can get into is uh, Von Miller signing with the Buffalo Bills. Big contract, you know? Yes, uh, six year, hundred forty. Jeez, and the, but the guy's like is what like thirty some. Thirty. He's gonna be thirty three in August. Dude, that just boggles my mind. I'm freaking older than Von Miller. That's what. <laughs> That guy looks like I looks older than me. What are you talking about? How's he younger? He, he, he does. He does look old. Get it. <laughs> and he's considered like an old guy, right? In the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like this move? Do you, what do you think? You think he's going to be a contributing factor? Oh man. Yeah. I, this is, this is a really good move. Uh-huh. Um, this, this, I mean, the Buffalo defense was already good last year. Right. Now this move just beefs it up that much more, you know, it, if he can stay healthy. Right, because remember when he came in for the Rams last season, he came in like more than halfway in, was injured still, so he didn't play. So, yeah, of course he was going to be fresh for like the final half of the stretch of the games and then into the playoffs and Super Bowl. So, of course he was able to be a contributing factor. But if he's – the thing is, is he going to be healthy enough for a full 17-game season and uh, get Buffalo to the promised land? I don't think so, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think he'll do a full 17 game, but, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, that, I think that was a good move. But I guess the biggest loser in this is not really so much the Rams, even though I'm not sure what's going on with Aaron Donald. I don't know if he's going to come back yet. I haven't heard anything. Um, that. I I read something just before you, you called me. Uh, I, re- I read something on that they're trying to get, they're trying to sign Odell Beckham still. And right now they're in talks. I think right now their main priority is trying to get Aaron Donald signed. Okay. Right now, it, I guess they're in talks, but nothing yet on the table. If they're able to get <laughs> Darnold, is, is it Darnold or Donald? <laughs> it's always get confused on the name. I think it's Donald. Donald. Aaron Donald. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's Sam Darnold that I get confused with. That's that's the other the Fugazi quarterback. Yeah, that's um, Fugazi. If they are able to re-sign him, then I'm okay with them cutting ties with uh, Von Miller, and they'll be all right. The biggest loser, I think, in this would be the Dallas Cowboys, don't you think? Because they were trying, I think, to make a play for him, or or was that just you, uh, just hopeful and wishful thinking? No, they see. Here's the here's the thing with the Cowboys is that uh, they were trying. They're trying to talk to these players, but when it all comes down to it, it's about money. So I think I think Von Miller. I mean, he wanted to get paid. Yeah. So um, I think it came down to numbers, probably length of years on the contract, which is probably why he jumped over to Buffalo to get that mm-hmm. six-year, um, hundred forty. And I think going back to his contract, I think like a hundred and thirty is guaranteed, right? Jeez. Am I right? Or you probably you know all the number stuff. It's it's about okay. So it's a. It might be like a, I think it's 140, 145 million dollar contract, and I believe 130 of it is guaranteed. So okay. I mean, you're pretty much set. But yeah, the Cowboys, they're about numbers. I, I don't want to talk about that. But <laughs> uh, also on the Rams defense, they lost uh, Singleton. Uh-huh. He was also the uh, linebacker. He was a really good contributor, and he signed uh, Chicago. I want to say. So they they lost a couple of uh, uh, players on defense. So it, it's huge if they can sign uh, Aaron Donald um, yeah. because I mean they they have Cooper Cup and then they have uh, 
Allen Robinson now. Well, well, we'll talk about that right now. Hang on, let's not fast forward on that. Well, we'll get. Well, to I'm it. saying their offense, the offense is still kind of intact, and they added. Mm-hmm. Well, and they lost. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about. But yeah, I think your biggest concern right now should be signing because he's not that old, right? What is he? Twenty eight, right? Oh yeah, he's right in his, or right about to enter or, his prime. Yeah, he's. I think he's definitely he's like not in his thirties. He's not in his. 30s. No, I think I. I think I saw that he's like. He's got to be like 27, 28. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. If they, or when we get to it, well, you know, we'll say, I'll save that question. All right. So Von Miller signs with the Bills. And then not long after that, Zadarius Smith supposedly signed with the Ravens. But then you want to detail what happened there and who he ended up signing with? Yeah. So, so when, so when we were, when we were on the air last week, I broke the news right before before we got off where I told you Chandler Jones signed with the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, he got a four-year deal, I think, like, in the 50 mil range. <laughs> if you don't know the numbers, million. don't say it. And then, of course, Vaughn Miller's. <laughs> right. Well, it was it's in, the, in the same area. Anyway, so Vaughn Miller signs a six-year. Zadarius saw that and backs out. Yeah. I think they're only signing him for, like, 34 mil some guess. So he backs out because he wants more money. So that so he backed out and then he ended up signing with Minnesota today. Watch out for Minnesota, eh? Like you said, <laughs> get out of here. Hey, hey I mean, well, the NFC's bare bones, so maybe they got a shot to get into the playoffs. So, I mean, you're not totally wrong, but I'm not scared of the Vikings today. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying they're gonna go all the way, but <laughs> well, you're like, maybe watch they'll out. Make... I don't know what you meant. Hey, their defense, come on. Oh, I mean, defense is, but they don't have Zimmer anymore. Don't forget that. And Zimmer was defense. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's let's run through. We got a lot of news to get here. Uh, get to um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, re-signed Chris Godwin yeah. once we went off air. So that's good for the Bucks. Uh, that's good for Godwin actually in the long term. Brady Brady making things happen for these players, and we'll talk about another one that he helped get uh, a contract extension uh, or get signed to a longer deal. But Godwin, I, I love this for the Bucks. Uh, He's a favorite in that city, along with Mike Evans, as a you know part of that tandem. Uh, what are your thoughts on Chris Godwin actually getting off that franchise tag and getting signed to a deal? I think that was a, a good move uh, on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean that secures his receivers, you know Godwin and Evans. Yeah. Um, what's going on with with Gronk? Uh, they're still waiting on that. Uh, I know there was a video of Gronk saying that he was most likely going to be coming back. I know he said it in a joking way, but, uh, you know, there's no rush on that. I don't think anybody's going to go out and pay him, like, huge money. I mean, who knows? I mean, never say never, but I think right now he's okay as far as, like, the Bucks, like, like the priorities of other things that they got to get done before they get to him. So, and again, he only really wants to play for Brady. And, but I know he also said once he retired that he would, wouldn't mind playing with somebody like Joe Burrow. That would be like the other quarterback he said he'd play with. But um, we'll wait and see on Gronk. I think he's coming back, but that's that's just me. Right. And then uh, y'all lost uh, O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard went to? To Buffalo. Buffalo. They're loading up. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, lot of offensive moves. Everybody going to the AFC. What What are your thoughts on that overall? Like, yeah, is it that's... too early to make something of it, or is it like that's crazy how everything's loading up on one side? Uh, yeah, every every yeah, the AFC is stacked, like super stacked. So, 
but it's weird to like say like oh they're gonna be like so dominant and stacked but remember like in the 90s when the cowboys and niners like dominated like (laughs) most of the the years there so i mean who knows um what else we got here uh the titans released julio jones i'm not sure we covered that but um he's still waiting to be signed somewhere i know he's been injury prone the last couple of years so i think wherever he goes he's not going to get like a huge contract i know tom brady i think supposedly according to like skip bayless uh, has been trying to recruit him over, and I think who else? The Colts have been trying to recruit him. Yeah, um, the Colts. Forgot if there was another team in the mix, but uh, any 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 thoughts on where he may end up going? Like just gut feeling. Uh, I want to say, in, I think he'll go to the Colts. Based on what? Just because he because just just because he had. When when uh, him and Matt Ryan they had good chemistry when they when they played together, so I, mean, yeah. I think uh, I think that that could be a possibility again. Um, and then if he does if he does go to the Colts, he'd be the true number one because who who do they have other than I think Pittman, right? That's about it. So that is true. Do the Colts um, have a lot of money to pay Julio a big contract? That would be the other thing too. Yeah, but. Is he, is he, I mean, do you, I mean, it does it, he can't really command a high dollar amount. I mean, he was injured all last year. Right. So I again, but it, I want to know what his mindset is. Does he want to win a ring or does he just want to get paid? Um, I want to say during the Atlanta Super Bowl with the Patriots, like he was like, I mean, there was no argument there, right? He was the best receiver in like the entire league. Like some of the catches he was oh, yeah. making in that Super Bowl were just, just ungodly. Um. Yeah, no, I it. I mean, I I gotta know what his mind mindset is. If he wants to just get paid and be like the top guy or whatever, I guess go to Indianapolis. You're you're familiar with Matt Ryan, but again, that AFC is loaded, so it's going to be a tougher road. If he wants a ring, TB12, you know, you don't say no to that guy. I mean, come on, and especially in the NFC right now, like, and looking just at the NFC South. For yeah. NFC, it's about who's going to get home field advantage. And right now, like, I mean, the Bucks look like <laughs> the clear-cut favorites to get the number one seed. Just on paper, right? I mean, obviously, they got to play the season. But, you know, because right. the Rams are still going to have to deal with San Francisco, who may still have Jimmy Garoppolo on their roster. And Arizona, if Kyler Murray and, and that offense and defense can kind of somewhat just be formidable, like the Rams won't have, like, the easiest route to win that division compared to right. the Bucks, who like right now don't have uh well, we'll get to it right now but their quarterback lineup in the nfc south is not strong so if wow. i'm julio i'm looking at tb12 if you want that ring yeah no argument there uh all right let's move on here uh we we mentioned that buffalo added oj howard they added von miller yes but they also released cole beasley do you think he yes. and didn't supposedly Jerry Jones call him up and he hung up on him? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I saw something like that. I, 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 like I don't know if it was a uh, joke or if it was for real. I, I was like, I hope we're not signing that Fugazi again. That guy, I don't even know if he'll get work. Uh, but I mean, like, of... separate his feelings on COVID and all that stuff. Like, what do you think of him as a player? Uh, I mean. He's a good, you know. I mean, in the slot, yeah. He, I mean, he's a he's an okay player. I mean, he's not. 
he's no. I mean, he's not a game changer or anything like that. Yeah, he's he's no Edelman. I mean that too. You know, if he didn't have success in Buffalo with 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 uh, what's his name, uh, Josh Allen, the quarterback, Josh Allen. I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe he gets something. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, he's he's. I mean, it's not a huge loss for them. Hmm. I would say. The Raiders maybe should pick him up in that Josh McDaniels offense where it's going to be a lot of – I think Josh McDaniels – I'm really interested to see the Raiders' playbook uh, when they get going because it, I think it's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, trickery plays and just stuff. I don't want to say stuff that we've never seen before, but it's going to be like, oh, like the Raiders could make a little bit of a splash. But, again, that's me hoping that Josh McDaniels has learned a lot from his first head coaching job experience. So I would say right. he should go there, and I think – uh, the Raiders should look to pick up as much weapons as possible, especially in that AFC North, which is going to be like the hardest division to win, I think. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's go back to the Rams. Uh, you tried to mention earlier, but I just wanted to tease it or just build it up. But uh, the Rams, and this was before they traded off Robert Woods, they picked up Allen Robinson, and it was going to be like, oh, wow, this, you're going to tell me you're going to have Cooper Cup. Uh, Allen Robinson, Robert Woods, possibly re-signing OBJ. Like, what's going on here? But they signed him, and then they traded Robert Woods to Tennessee? Yes. What are your thoughts on the move here? That was a good move. Uh, I mean, I I think Tennessee got the good deal, got the better deal, uh, with a healthy Robert Woods and then with uh, A.J. Brown. There, that shouldn't be any excuse for uh, Tannehill now to, mm. you know, not get it going. Right. Um, on the Rams side, I mean, I, bet it, I, I think it's a, a bit of a gamble, and it'll pay off if Robinson can stay healthy. Maybe not the entire season, but for more than just, you know, because, I mean, I, he's he's been injured, you know, the past, you know, what, three years over yeah. in Chicago. So, I mean, uh, if when he's healthy, when he's on the field, he's great. Um, and he was good in Chicago, and they didn't really have – he was the true number one. So now you have the pressure going to Cooper Cup, you know, like the double coverage and stuff. So now right. this is going to free him up, and then you still got Stafford throwing you the ball. So, right. um, And then if they can get OBJ back, then, um, geez, yeah. Um, let's stick with the Rams here. Uh, Matthew Stafford did restructure his contract or ex- got extended. So, right, um, yeah, he did. He's doing the smart thing. He's doing the Brady route. He's uh, he's wanting to alter his legacy from Detroit. So, and good for him, man. Like, I mean, I know I didn't want the Rams to win the Super Bowl, but it wasn't like I was mad about it either. You know, like yeah. had it been like the Chiefs, I would have been like, ugh, whatever. Um, like he had, I don't know if you saw that commercial Matthew Stafford did about changing carriers, and it was like kind of like relating to his Detroit time and. You know, in LA, it's a pretty cool commercial. Like, oh, cool. Like, this guy's likable. Like, I have nothing against yeah. Stafford and good for him. Um, but yeah, he's doing the smart thing. He could have gotten the most money if he wanted to, right? Like, he could have gone yeah. for that. But, you know, he he believes in the culture that he's in and McVeigh and, you know, keeping the Rams relevant for the ne- at least the next couple of years. So, you know. Right. Um, once we finish our free agency talk, I got a good – a good gun to the head question for you as far as the, um, far as like a little bit with what the Rams is doing. So, uh, I'll let you soak on that for a bit. Um, let's see here. The Steelers or no wait, No, let's, before we get to that, let's talk about one of the big news stories that happened over the weekend. So 
Deshaun Watson supposedly had, was coming down to two teams. It was going to be Carolina or Atlanta. The, the Browns had already said they were out. And then uh, I think Baker Mayfield wrote a letter or a heartfelt letter saying like, he didn't know what was going to happen, but you know, all these good things, like nothing bad to say about whatever happens in the future. Right. And then he also made a trade request, which the Colts right. or which the Browns didn't, were going to deny right. him. I was like, they're right. not going to trade him because they said no to Deshaun. And then the next day, Deshaun right. Watson ends up picking them. So I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So maybe you can give me a bit of insight on it. So uh, I know that there was like, what, three or four teams, right, that Deshaun Watson was uh, talking to. And when I read it, it said that that the Browns, like, well, everybody made good offers on the table. Like mm-hmm. they, you know, and and he said it was so hard. But that the Browns, he said that he eliminated the Browns from his list. And then well, I wasn't up, sure if, it, if he said that first or if the Browns said like, oh, like, no, 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 we're no, out no. of the sweepstakes. No, he said that. Oh, did he? he? Okay. Said, okay. Yeah, he said that he that he took the Browns, that he just took them off the list, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I was telling you. Like he said that they that even they presented you know a really good you know deal, and he had to eliminate them, and then it was just down to like Atlanta and uh, New Orleans or Carolina, yeah, and um, then all of a sudden, then I see the breaking news that he goes to the Browns. So like, wait, so what changed his mind? I think he uh, looked at he... what he. I think he looked at what he was going to be surrounded with. Like, uh, it's the best situation, right? Out of everything, like they have the better coach, Stefanski, who he's proved to yep. to be a good enough coach. I think he was coach of the year candidate at one point. Um, or I don't, I'm not sure. Did he win? I thought he won coach of the year. Maybe I was wrong. Yes, he did. Okay, he might. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. That roster was pretty much set. I mean, the only question was Baker, right? Because offensive line is right. good. You got the running backs and Hunt and Chubb. Uh, you had pretty good offensive weapons. You added Amari Cooper. Uh, defense is pretty solid. Uh, you know, Jadavian Clowney notwithstanding, you know, whatever. <laughs> nah, he's going to sign. He's going to sign. <laughs> so that was probably the best situation for him. I'm pretty sure he was like, you know what? No, I'm going to – I'm tired of running for my life like I was in Houston. Like I want to get yeah. some protection, get some – uh get some targets, get some wins. So that, I mean, that's the best situation for him. Now, all that being said, while I'm all for second chances and I put this on Facebook, like I don't agree with that huge ass contract that he got. Like, come yeah, on. Bro. That was, that was a huge con. Yeah. Now I don't um, know the specifics, but I know some of it is to account for if he ends up getting fined and suspended, which he's going to, like we just don't know for how long. So I think the Browns factored all it, all of that into the contract. But still, nonetheless, it's really, really big contract for a guy that a hasn't played in out of, almost going on two, three years now. Two, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, just the reputation of everything that's gone down. Like, come on! But that's life in the NFL, I guess. Well, I, I like that. So as soon as they signed him, they traded Keenum, Case Keenum. Oh yeah, where did he and go? They signed. Oh, uh, let me think. Or did he, maybe he didn't sign somewhere? No, no, he got traded to. Uh, I believe it's. I want to say Buffalo. Okay. Well, they. I want to say Buffalo, yet. and then they signed Jacoby Brissett to back up Watson, which is good. That is that is a good pickup. I'm I'm all for the. Yeah. I'm still on the Brissett train, like, but. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean. So I mean. Not bad. I, I thought that was good. I was like, oh shit, okay. Jacoby, I mean, 
I mean, the AFC North is also going to be a really interesting division. Uh, we'll get to actually. Let's let's move on from that topic. Or actually, you know what? Let's stick with it because the other half of it is Baker Mayfield. What happens to him now? And everything's closing up as far as like opportunities on where to go play. Like the Saints re-signed Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. So that closes up that area. So we still have Seattle. We still have Carolina. But Carolina also said they're out. Carolina, right? yeah, they don't want him. They don't want Baker. So it's basically down to Seattle, right? I think that's the only team that needs a quarterback. Yeah, would be Seattle. But I think I would say the Giants because I don't, I don't trust Daniel Jones. I don't I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's, I mean, whatever. But they just signed they just signed Tyrod Taylor. Eh, but he's a backup. I still think uh, Baker's a starting quarterback, but that's just me. Uh, I don't I don't know of Seattle because they just got Drew Locke and there's you want reason, Drew Locke like, over really, Baker Mayfield? No, no, but for some reason Seattle is like super high on this guy because I saw I was reading a tweet and one of the players from like Seattle or something like that was saying that that they're ecstatic or something like that, that they got, that they got Drew Locke now. And, and this now is like, this guy sucks, but I think they're just I lying mean, to themselves. They're just trying to spin it uh, to where like, yeah, like we want it. Uh, we had our eyes on this guy for a while, even when we had, so Russell you mean Wilson. that you mean to tell me you were, were okay with giving away Russell Wilson to receive Drew Locke in return? Oh, I'm not saying that, uh, but I'm just saying they, no, have, no, to, they no, have to spin it in some way. No, I'm saying that I'm not saying it towards you. I'm saying it towards that organization. Oh, right, right, right. Like you, you mean to tell me like, hey, let's trade Russell Wilson and get Drew Locke, and then you're gonna go. St-. That reminds me of I don't know if you remember. I think this is like '99 or when Mike Ditka was the head coach of the Saints, uh-huh. and Ricky Williams was coming out of Texas, uh-huh. and and that was the first round pick. And he was like, that's that's my guy. He was so excited. And he was like, I'm done. He left the building, didn't even stay for the rest of the draft. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That's that's kind of how the Seahawks remind me of. Like, they're all excited about getting Drew Locke. <laughs> I was like, all right. All right. Well, I do you know. think that Baker did too many more commercials. Well, he was probably smart, right, from a business sense. Get all that progressive well, yeah, money because now he's out of a job. Um, uh, I think he'll end up somewhere at some point, if not Seattle, because, you know, Nothing's guaranteed in the NFL. Somebody could get injured and they're going to have to bring in somebody. So, you know, let's say, for example, I don't know, uh, the Jets lose Zach Wilson to injury or whatever. Like, I would want Baker Mayfield over Joe Flacco. Like, no offense. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be a situation, like, where he's going to be needed. I'm surprised Houston's not. And the uh, Baker, because I mean, but I mean, I, I, I've read that they're going to stick and build around what's the name? My, Davis. Davis they're going to rally Mills. around him. I mean, he's, I mean, he's not a franchise guy, but he's somebody that you can do like a couple of years with, and then maybe draft somebody because Houston's going to have a shitload of draft picks. So oh, yeah, you know, they they, they, they yeah. they're they're in a total rebuild mode. Um, but I mean, for Baker, I mean, damn man, like sucks for him, like. A, I mean, that he tried to get traded and they told him no, yeah. and then they ended up signing somebody else anyway. So it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I think he wanted to get traded to the Colts before uh, we'll get to the Colts in just a second. But yeah. you know, I know this is in college. Like, you don't get to decide where you're going to go. Like, you know, the ownership's going to tell you where you're going to go. So, so, so let me let me let me ask you this, Robert. So what what happens eventually with, with Baker Mayfield? Because they just, they signed Jacoby Brissett and he's going to be back in at Watson. Yeah. So obviously Mayfield's not going to, he's not 
in the plans for Cleveland. So, I mean, do if they can't find anybody to trade him, do they keep him and make him the third string or do they release him? Well, I think his plans were anyway that he was going to hold out. So I don't know, maybe it, it'll probably be like maybe a Deshaun Watson situation where mm. he's just going to get sit out, but he'll keep getting paid or whatever. But I don't know. I think Seattle <laughs> needs to make a move and get him. I mean, I know they're kind of rebuilding also, but you know, if it's, you're telling me Drew Locke over Baker Mayfield, get out of here. Yeah, that Drew Locke, I don't, I don't know. All right. Let's go back to the AFC North. Uh, the Steelers did sign Miles Jack to their squad. Um, and I guess with the Steelers thing, uh, Mitchell Trubisky is going to be their starting quarterback. Did we talk about that yeah. on, on last week's episode? Yeah, we, yeah, he, we did last okay. week. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I don't think the Steelers are going to be like not competitive. That's not the Mike Tomlin way. So, I mean, I think, I think they're going to be better at quarterback, to be honest considering that Ben Roethlisberger was already like a shell of himself. So Mitch Trubisky's more um, mobile, um, but we'll see. AFC North's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Let's see other signings here that I got. I'm going through my Instagram page. I'm Palace off the top rope, which you could follow. Um, Devontae Adams was also the other big story that happened. Right, yes. Going to the uh, Raiders. To the Raiders. Which and is good good move for him. So so here's here's uh, something that I read on him on that is that Green Bay actually did offer him more money, mm-hmm. but it's the fact that he wanted to play for Josh McDaniel, like he wanted to play for the Raiders. Okay. So so he so that contract that he got, you know, was a good contract, but the Green Bay Packers were actually willing to offer him, were going to offer him more, and he took that amount that he got and wanted to go to the Raiders. Well, today, so, who's the, who has the better squad, the Raiders or the Packers? Like, be honest with you. Oh, the Raiders. The Raiders. I know, the better, the, I know the Packers have the better quarterback, but that's not enough in today's NFL. I mean, the freaking Packers blew it against the Niners at home in the yeah. playoffs. I mean, yeah. you yeah. know. And, and and don't forget, Carr and, and Adams played in high, in college together. Yeah, so, so that's that's another that's another Burrow and, and Chase kind of you know, combo. Again, this uh, is did. the this is the most excited I've ever been about the Raiders, who I've always considered Fugazis. Um, but you all fall for it every year. But this is like the first actual legit year where you could be like, hey, they could be good. Like they could be really good. But yeah, they, that, that remains on paper looks awesome. But again, we'll see how it but I, I'm rooting for Josh McDaniels like hard. Um, you know, it didn't work out the first time in Denver, but he was still very young, so and then he won a couple more Super Bowls with the Pats, so he's learned a lot more from the GOAT, Bill Belichick, so I'm expecting good things out of him. Definitely. Also, uh, on a personal note, how did you feel about Devontae's, uh, was it, I think it was an Instagram post where he thanked everybody, but he didn't really thank Aaron Rodgers. Like, he didn't shout him out. Like, he thanked his teammates, but... Yeah. What do you think that, about that? And that's, that's kind of... Well, I don't know because remember we talked about it last year where they both were wanting to, you know, get signed. They both, I mean, he wants to play for Rogers. He was like, it's kind of like, that's my quarterback, you know? And, and yeah, so for him not to, I don't know. I well, don't now know. the last dance thing kind of makes sense. It was like, 
we kind of thought it was like Aaron Rodgers' final dance. Maybe, maybe Rodgers knew it was Devontae's last year there. Possibly. I mean, he probably didn't like the, he probably got tired of, you know, the environment there with Green Bay because he wanted a bigger deal like long ago, right? I know they, right, they, yes. they offered him more money, but it was like kind of like too little, too late in his eyes. So, yeah. Look for greener pastures. But I mean, Green Bay is the big loser in this because who's their number one now? And and yeah, and then also they tend they they put a tenure on Adam Lazard like they want like a second round pick if he gets signed or something like that. And then, but these that guys guy that Mark, they have right now wouldn't be like like if no, one of they, those went to the Bucks, they'd be like so far down the depth chart. Yeah, and they don't even have Valdez Scandling. He's uh, I think the only one left is Cobb. And I, God. so I, so, so yeah, I saw something where there were like, someone was saying Green Bay sign, please sign OBJ and Jarvis Landry. And I was like, well, I mean, that's, that's not gonna. Well, OBJ, like, know. I don't think OBJ works as a number one anymore. I think why he worked in LA was because he wasn't the main focus. It was all Cooper Cup. No, it was Cooper, Cooper Cup. Yeah. So if and you if Odell's gonna go somewhere, it needs to be where he's gonna be a uh, a role player like a Tampa yeah. or you know Buffalo or back with the Rams. Um, but I don't know to have him number one in Green Bay, like it's good for box office, I guess. Aaron Rodgers throwing to OBJ, like that's that'll sell tickets. But is it gonna get you playoff wins? Uh, I mean, it'll get you to the playoffs for sure, but. Um, right. If I were OBJ, I wouldn't head over there. <laughs> I mean, he'll right. get an offer, but like now that he has a ring, like he can kind of like check that off. And I mean, I guess he can go for money too. But you know, I think he, you know, he accomplished what he needed, what he wanted to. So by going to the Rams, so right. Um, let's stick with the AFC. Uh, another big signing for the Chiefs signing Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, yes. TikTok buddies with freaking Jackson Mahomes. Oh my gosh. That's, that, that's all that anybody's I, taking out of this. <laughs> I saw that stupid freaking yes. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, is another one. If he can stay healthy, then that's another added weapon for Mahomes. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I think they're still trying to sign Hill. I haven't seen anything as far as. What's yeah, going on with that, that? But yeah, so I think they're still trying to negotiate something. Let's see here. All right, we already talked about Robert Woods going to Tennessee, Matthew Stafford getting extended in LA. Another loss for the Cowboys. The Bengals adding more depth to the O line, signing Lael Collins. Is that how you pronounce it? Lael? Yes, Lael Collins. Lael yeah. Collins. Uh, goddamn, the the Bengals understood the assignment, man. Like they knew what they needed to to fix and i'm not counting them out like they're going to be a force to be reckoned with next season what are your thoughts on this as a cowboys fan it's it is what it is i mean we knew this was going to happen um huge for cincinnati though uh like i said i mean lyle collins is only i think 27 yeah so um man lyle collins alex kappa ted karras Two yeah, of them, but, two of them from well, my teams, but nice pickups. Even with even with Kappa, I mean, Jesus, man, like that kid's gonna get protected well, and hopefully yeah. they stay they stay healthy. I know well, now Burrow will stay of, healthy. <laughs> you know, you won't get his yeah, hit. Well, 
Yeah, but I mean, you know, Collins Collins had some issues with with injuries, but you know, man, yeah, hell yeah, that that's really good from Cincinnati, and they still have the draft coming up, so yeah. they're not done yet addressing that offensive line. If I'm OBJ, I go there. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And Gronk could go Cause, there I mean, too because they released a, a tight end. So. Oh yeah, uh, Uzma he signed with the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was all about the money, whatever. Hey, screw it. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Bengals, Bengals knew the assignment. Now I'm curious to see what they're going to do in the draft. Um, let's talk about my Patriots for a little bit. They've been a little bit quiet on their end. Um, they did uh come to terms with Trent Brown on the O line, so yes. that's good for Mac Jones. Um, yes, because they, they lost uh, Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason to the Bucks, and then I mentioned yeah. on the last show that they re-signed James White and McCourty's coming back and uh, Matthew Slater. So the defense got veteran leadership there. They'll figure it out. They'll be like a maybe bend but don't break type defense. Uh, we'll we'll see what I mean. The Patriots aren't good at uh, drafting receivers. We know that by history. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the weapons that they have now, but they could use like someone like an OBJ like. Maybe not to be the number one, but like just to be like a what is it like a distraction and open it up for Kendrick Bourne and you know the tight ends there. John so Aguilar. Aguilar. Aguilar's kind of was a little bit of a bust, yeah. but everybody else did kind of work out. So Patriots have been quiet on free agency, but they're not done yet. And obviously, there there could still be stuff that could happen this week. We're recording this on a Tuesday night, so it's still early in the week. We'll see what happens. Um, another big quarterback that got traded for was Matt Ryan to the Colts. Um, I want to talk about that one a little bit. What are your thoughts on the Colts today? I want to ask you something real quick. So you know how last year it was, so last year it was Carson Wentz. The year before it was Phillip Rivers. Yeah. And then the year before that was Peyton Manning, right? Or no, it was. uh, Was it Sandra Luck? I think it was. Oh, no, it was Brissett. Yeah, it it was Brissett. Yeah, there you go, Brissett. So each year, the quarter since Peyton Manning retired, uh, uh, they've had some issues, right? Right. With the quarterback position. So my question to you is, is. And stop doing Matt this to me because you're going to answer my question right now. I, I'm, I'm going to answer your question. Yes. But is, is Matt Ryan an upgrade from Carson Wentz? Yes. Um, but like, are, do I think it's a massive improvement? Like, not really. I mean. It'll get you a couple more wins, but that AFC is too stacked right now. And if we're going by just on paper, like, nah. Matt Ryan cannot compete with a Josh yep. Allen or even a Justin Herbert. I don't even think Joe Burrow. So, you know, it's good for a couple more wins. And, you know, the AFC South is not, like, too decided yet. I mean, Tennessee, I guess, but I still don't trust Tannehill in the long run. Yeah, I uh, Houston we don't have to worry about and then Jacksonville will be they'll be way better than they were last year but not by much. Uh you know what I mean like in terms of like the standard of of being top tier in the AFC they're going to be nowhere near that. So I mean the Colts could win that division with I I would say they'd have a better chance to win it with Matt Ryan than they would with Carson Wentz. With but, Carson Wentz. Um cuz I think Matt Ryan's more He's got more accuracy than Carson Wentz. Doesn't make as many yeah. mistakes, so I'll give him that. But it's not that big of an upgrade. 
Okay. Well, you answer my question now. Like, what do you think of them today? I I think that was a that was a good move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. But I mean, I I think that's. Uh, I mean, just like what you said. I mean, I think he has a stronger arm than mm-hmm. Carson Wentz. Um, I think that they don't really. I mean, if Julio doesn't even sign with them they'll probably do something in the draft. And I think that that'll help. That wouldn't make a difference because Matt Ryan can still distribute the ball, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's like not even, you know, a no-name, whatever, because he did it in Atlanta I mean, when they had Russell Gage and and Pitts was a rookie as a tight end. So, I mean, he's still, you know, it's just the offensive line was bad in Atlanta. So he really didn't have much time. Right. In Indianapolis, the Colts, they have a better offensive line because, I mean, we saw Taylor freaking run it up the gut. And we'll see if he teams. has another great year because usually, like when yeah. running backs have like monster years like that, they usually come back down the next year. So we'll see about that. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, but I I think this was this was good. Um, a little bit confused as why they wanted to get rid of why they got rid of rents so quickly. But I think uh, that was just it was a how do you call it an impulse decision by the owner. You could yeah, totally tell. But- I, I probably, to be honest with you, and you're probably not going to believe me, but I probably would have wanted to trade it for Mayfield only because he's younger. Um, and and he wanted, I think Mayfield wanted to go to the Colts too. And I think that would have worked out well uh, if you would have gotten him like a, a I don't know, because Cleveland, Cleveland would have asked for too much. I don't think Atlanta asked for too much because it's like. No, because I think they just got a third run out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I, I like this signing. I think Matt Ryan, I mean, he still has, you know, some play left in him. Uh, but like I said, I don't, I don't think it'll be a Super Bowl appearance or yeah. even a Super Bowl win, but I mean, Hey, you know, uh, I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. I, like I said, I think they could win the division. I mean, yeah. again, if I think if the Titans had a better quarterback, I, I just, I know they have the weapons. They have Derek Henry, they have uh, Robert Woods now and, AJ Brown, but I just I don't trust him. I mean, I, I mean, if if and this is like me pulling this out of my ass, but like if the Colts, like let's just say tomorrow they go and sign OBJ, Jarvis Landry, and they sign Julio Jones, then I could probably be all like, three. What's wrong with you? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just that's what I'm saying. I'm pulling that out of my ass. You know, I'm just saying. I mean, or maybe if you get OBJ and and or Julio and and Landry, I mean. Then possibly, I'm not saying I don't even think that would still get you to the Super Bowl. I think it'll probably get you to what, like, be the conference, maybe. I don't think I wouldn't even either. go that far. I'd go maybe, like, maybe divisional round, but divisional. Yeah, it would all depend yeah, yeah, on seeding on who they play because that but, AFC playoff but, picture but, is going to be incredible. Yeah, but but this is but I'm talking about like they have they would have to sign one of the a couple of those guys, and I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah, uh, they'll they'll be anything but a wild card team if they okay. All right, let's see. Uh, uh, oh, I wanted to I wanted to ask you something real quick, and I had it, and I didn't want to go off topic with it. And shit. Um, if you don't know what, I'm going to keep big, moving on. Yeah, go ahead and keep moving on, because I'm going to think of the team. Okay, that, when you think that, of it, just ask uh, me. Um, yeah. We touched up on the Saints re-signing Jameis Winston. I think we all kind of predicted that's what was going to happen, because, you know, if they weren't going to get Deshaun Watson, like, there really wasn't going to be anybody else, and – Right. Taysom Hill doesn't look to be in the plan. So Taysom they Hill was a total they, Sean Payton thing. So 
Yeah, well, they said that the Taysom Hill project in Saints is already done yeah. with now, so they're they're yeah, they're gonna move on from him eventually. So, um, Jameis, we'll see what he does. I mean, <laughs> I mean, even with with him there, like, uh, I still am scared as a Buck, like a Bucks fan, to see if they can actually get wins over them in the regular season. <laughs> I know the Bucks will win the division, but you know they got to get over that hump of beating the Saints in the regular season. That's kind of Brady's yeah. Achilles heel since he's gone down there. Uh, let's see. Uh, we mentioned uh, Matt Ryan getting traded to the Colts. So that means the Falcons picked up Marcus Marietta. Like I told you, you didn't believe me. You Fugazi, trust me when I tell you, I know things. Um, I reported this hours before it happened and then it did happen. So suck it on that, Abe. Uh, I mean, not that I think Mariota's going to do anything. The Falcons are in complete good. rebuild, so. Yeah, he ain't gonna do. He's not gonna do shit. He's no. just a transition. They'll probably draft somebody in the. I don't know how early they are in the draft, but you know that's something to look out for. See if they trade up, get like a. What's the one guy I'm hearing about? Like a Willis or something like that. Yes. Uh, I don't follow college football, so I'm not gonna act like I'm some expert because I'm not. I I know some of it, but yeah, I I know who you're talking about. Mm. All right. I'm trying to. All right, here we go. Another signing that happened today. And again, good for good for my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Leonard Fournette getting signed to a three year deal with the Bucks. Oh, he signed with the Bucks. Yeah, so okay. we know he was he had visited New England today, but I think that was leverage to try to get Tampa to sign him, which they did. Yeah. <clears throat> the Tom Brady effect. He's getting deals for his guys. So Tom Brady being back in the NFL has changed a lot of things. Because if he doesn't unretire, I don't think Godwin stays there. I mean, will they no. franchise him? So probably would. But I mean, not for the long term. Um, no. Fournette definitely wouldn't have stayed there. Um, who's the guard? Uh, freaking Jensen wouldn't have come back. I think Gronk mm-hmm. probably would have gone elsewhere. So we'll see. Don't but, don't forget that they that they signed Logan Ryan as well. Logan Ryan, yeah. Damn, I didn't yeah. have that on my freaking Instagram. I must have missed it. But yes, Logan yeah, Ryan did get picked up by the Bucks on the defense. Vet. More veteran leadership there. Uh, reunited with Tom Brady, as we all know, Logan Ryan played for the Patriots at one point, um, yep. along with Shaq Mason. So Brady's going to have a lot of familiarity on that team. And um, uh, now I can ask it, you my question, Abe. Point blank, gun to the head. And again, this only has one hypothetical. So everything's set in stone for the rosters. But if the Rams do sign Donald, are they still the favorites to win the NFC, or is it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Who do you got as the favorites right now? Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, and and you've said it already. You've said it numerous times already. It's the Brady effect. Look at what all the pieces that that are going on. Mm-hmm. They're falling into it again, and um, yeah, I, Tampa Bay. I mean, even to be honest with you, Robert, even if they and and they probably will sign Donald. Nah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Um, well, because a big factor in that playoff game was Tristan Wirfs was hurt, so they couldn't protect right. Brady, and that guy was important to the offensive line. And well, Chris Godwin wasn't wasn't playing either. So no, Godwin and they still playing. almost came back and and tied it up and could have possibly won it if it, the defense didn't blow the coverage. But um, my only worry with the Buccaneers is if there's truth to the rumors of what's going on behind the scenes between like Brady and Bruce Arians, if there's like friction there, which the general manager, Jason, like didn't deny, I think he had a press conference with Godwin and, you know, he didn't deny that there was like 
I don't know, I guess little tension. But I know Brady's a professional, but if anything's going to derail this thing, I think it's going to be Bruce Arians. So. Um, be nice if they go out and get a uh, Dante Hightower. He'd help him. He'd help him out on defense because he's a free agent. Is he? The but yeah, the Pats released him. So is Gilmore story. They could still sign him, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be good too. Uh, who did that? I think who was looking at him? Um, Jesus, I can't remember. I told you the team, and then I lost it. <laughs> mm. Um, there was somebody else too. I read something on Instagram that. Tyron Matthew. Oh yeah, he's uh, still the, out there, right? Yeah, I think I think the Bucks were looking at him too because he played with they, or him and Arians have a good relationship, right? Well, well, yeah, I think I think we talked about this last week where you said that is that him and Brady would have to patch up the little thing, but yeah, that would be because he has a thing with me too. That what that what happened yeah. in the Super Bowl there, like you don't come after my boy like that, like. Uh, but I mean, if 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 Tampa Bay can sign Tyron Matthew, geez, yeah. Uh, Sherman's not coming back, is he? Because that guy was... No, I, I think he's... I don't want to say he's done because, you know, I mean, who knows? Somebody could end up using him, but, I mean, there was no... I follow all the Bucks beat reporters on Twitter, and all of them were like, nah, there's probably little to slim chance that he comes gets re-signed there or whatever. I don't know what kind of deal he was on anyway. But um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the Donald thing is huge for me. Um but let's say the the Bucks hypothetically also get like a Julio Jones. Does that? And also the little teaser that Tom Brady put. What was it? Was it today or yesterday with Julian Edelman? And I know the the video was from last summer when they were just working out together. But that kind of got people <laughs> scratching their heads. Well, is Julian Edelman coming back? Yeah, but I've also I've also read I've heard that that Landry is kind of linked to the tip. To Tampa Bay as well. So if you can get really? if you sign if you sign Landry, if you sign Landry or Julio Jones, I mean, so Godwin Evans. Oh, and Russell Gage. Did we mention that on on the last show? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we, yeah, y'all, y'all signed Russell Gage. I forgot about that. Jesus, so. yeah. And and then if you sign Land, uh, maybe Landry's probably a long shot, but I mean, Julio might be more of a of a more possibility. So, I mean, mm. let's just say you sign Julio Jones and she's yeah, hell yeah. And Julio's only 32. Right. So he still has plenty left. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to lock it in. Great. I don't want to lock it in yet because you know, anything could happen and a surprise team can come oh. out of nowhere, but nah, are we looking at, a, right are we looking at a Bucks Rams NFC championship game? Yes. Because it's probably going to end up being like them being one and two, right? Or, you know, either yeah. the Rams will be one or the Bucks will be one. And, you know, the other one will be number two. So, and I think the only way they would meet in the playoffs is if it would be in the NFC championship game. Or do you see just on paper right now, we've gone through everything. Is there anybody else on the NFC side that you could see like being like a threat to these two teams? No. I think right now it's, it's, it's going to be uh, the Rams and 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 uh, uh, Tampa Bay because San Francisco. We don't know the status. Jimmy of, G. We uh, don't know Jimmy, that either. Yeah, his shoulder, which is why teams weren't willing to take the risk on on trading for him because they don't know how the the, the shoulder is. So right. that's why nobody really made attempts. 
we don't know if if we're going to see Trey Lance. Uh, if, is it that's who it is, right? Trey, yeah, yeah Trey yeah. Lance. Um, take over at some point because I mean the shoulder. So, um, and San Francisco has been a little quiet on on free agency. Yeah, and they lost. They lost Mostert. Mostert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. running back. He yeah. is over in Miami now. So, right. um, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I, but I mean, as far as that, I mean, maybe San Fran. But I is that San, San? Is that San Fran with Trey Lance or San Fran with them keeping Jimmy Garoppolo and he ends up being San like kind of like their little savior for for their season again? San Fran. San Fran keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think Trey Lance is ready. Yeah. Um, he's got some. He's shown flashes, but I don't think he's ready. Um, maybe one more year under yeah. under the under the the playbook and watching Jimmy Garoppolo. Then I'd say maybe, but now nah, if it's Trey Lance, then no. If it's Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, I'd say. So I mean, it it it's going to be Rams, Bucks, you know, and then San Fran, and then after that, everybody else is. What do you think you know, of Green Bay today? Here's my thing, and and and, and I don't want to see, you know. Remember when he played with nobody? He had no receivers, mm-hmm. and they won. Uh, but again, he had Aaron Jones healthy at that time. So I mean, and he's got Aaron Jones again. So I don't want to say to I want to count them out because I it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm gonna talk about him a little bit more. I'm pulling up their schedule for the season, uh, but. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be as as much of a threat as they were this past season. Um, you know, like I said, you, you you lose Devontae Adams. So I mean, if they don't replace him, uh, then who's who's the next guy? Cobb? Yeah. Hell no. All right, here we go. Here here's the Packers uh, opponents. These are not. I'm gonna I'm li- gonna list them off, but doesn't mean that they're gonna happen in this order. So are you wanting gonna... me to are you wanting me to say like win or lose or we're just gonna say sure we can do that I mean again it's super early I mean we're barely in what, yeah March so a lot can change but we're just going off of what's going on right now so they're gonna play the Washington Commanders a win Remember, Washington's got a good defense so oh, my... again this is what you think so I'll, I'll go with that of course so a win for the Packers yes okay they're gonna play Chicago twice. Win. Okay, they're gonna play Detroit twice. Ooh, I don't know. I'm gonna go one and one because okay. Jared Jared Goff looked pretty good last in the, in the late in the in the season. Okay, they're gonna play Minnesota twice. That could be split, also. I think that'll go one one. Uh, they're gonna play Dallas. Win. Really? I would say. Yes. I don't know. We'll see. Aaron, Again, I'm not going to be Rogers, part of the Cowboys anymore. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers is a cowboy killer, and okay, yeah, they're win. going to play the Giants. Win. They're going to play the Patriots. Lose. Bill Belichick will have it figured out. <laughs> and it's Mac Jones. And Mac so Jones will lose. be a year better. So, uh, they're going to play the New York Jets. Win. They're going to play Miami. At Miami. I'm going to lose. They're going to play at Philly. Lose. Really? Okay. 
They're going to play at Buffalo. Lose. Lose. They're going to play Tennessee. If they run over all over that Green Bay defense, then it's over. Oh, yeah. You know what? They did lose. Yeah, lose. And then they're going to play the Rams and the Bucks. (laughs) Lose, lose. So, I mean, they got enough to, you know, get into the playoffs for sure. But, uh, right. No, nah, that's not like I, I think maybe a wild card. That's about it. I don't even think they'll go. I mean, I know uh, we're talking. Actually, we since we have some time here, let's uh, let's pull up the Los Angeles Rams schedule. Los Angeles Rams twenty twenty two opponents. All right. So here's who the Rams are going to face in 2022. They're going to play play the Seahawks twice to win. They're going to play the 49ers twice. I think they'll split there, right? The 49ers always play them tough. They're going to play the Cardinals twice. We don't know what's going on with Arizona. Could be split also, you think? I think it's split. They're going to play the Panthers. Win. Win. They're going to play the Falcons. Win. Win. They're going to play the Cowboys, which I'm banking on actually being the opener of the season. Win. They're going to play the Raiders. Could be interesting. Lo- I'm going to go. I'm going to go lose on that one. Really? Okay. Yeah. The the Rams will be at home for that one. Don't lose. Okay. They're going to play the Broncos. <gasps> lose. And then they're going to play the Bills. Lose, and then away, they're gonna play uh, the Saints. Win, and play the Bucks in Tampa. Lose in Tampa. Lose. They're gonna play the Packers in Lambo. I'd say win. They're gonna play the Chiefs. Lose, and they're gonna play the Chargers. Lose. Okay. And now let me pull up the Buccaneers. Their schedule is actually going to be interesting. It's going to be, I mean, on paper, it looks really tough. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. So the Bucks at home will play the Falcons twice. Win, I'm sorry, but... not twice, but once. But they're going to oh, play them twice. So they win. They're going to play the Ravens. Lamar's back. They'll be they'll be better than last season for sure. So that's going to be tough. Win. They're going to play the Panthers twice. Both wins. They're going to play Joe Burrow at home. That's going to be. I hope that's a Sunday night game. Oh, I'm going to go. Good game. God, I don't know. That's, hard. that's the uh, future versus the past right there. They're going to win. Okay. They're going to play the Packers. <clears throat> win. They're going to play the Chiefs. Win. They're going to play the Rams. Win. They're going to play the Saints twice. I think they'll split. Okay. They're going to play the Seahawks. Win. And then away, they're going to play uh, Arizona. Lose. 
Hmm, okay. Um, they're going to play the Browns. Woo. When? They're going to play win. the Cowboys, the game we're going to. That's a win. They're going to play the Steelers. Uh, oh, this guy who didn't like Trubisky now all of a sudden is thinking about uh, it. I'm thinking about the, <laughs> the defense. The defense. I'm going to go win. And then they're going to play the 49ers. Is it Jimmy or? Well, let's assume it's Trey Lance because that's what we're looking at right now. Uh, the Tampa Bay wins. Okay. I mean, the Bucks are going to be the top in the NFC with the Rams, but it's still a pretty rough schedule. So, you know, it's not like they're not playing nobodies. Yeah. So, it's going to be a good season, man. I'm. I'm it's going to be a lot of fun, and I know. I'm, I'm excited. I know everything looks like completely AFC dominated, but the matchups still like it's crazy how the NFL works is out that it's still going to. It looks to be like on par, like even, even though all this. I guess all the stars are on the AFC. Yeah. But the ultimate we, star is number 12. Are we doing a uh, Super Bowl prediction or is that still? Uh, no, no, we're still way off on that. I mean, I locked mine in already on Facebook. I think I may stick with it. And I don't know if you saw it, but I will reiterate it for the audience here and for you, Abe, in case you didn't see it. Super Bowl 57 is going to be played in Arizona. And the last time the Super Bowl was played in Arizona was the classic between the Seahawks and the Patriots, Brady versus Russell Wilson. I'm predicting that again. It'll be the first Super Bowl with the two same quarterbacks, same matchup again, but they're with different teams this time. So Bucks, Broncos, Super Bowl 57. That's my early lock it in Super Bowl um, prediction. I'll probably keep that for the beginning of the start of season two of the SM Football Marks. But then it can, again, if stuff happens during the season, we can amend it after Thanksgiving. I can amend it, but that's my pick right now for Super Bowl. It's up to you. You don't have to make one right now, but that's my oh, early lock it in. You're gonna love this one. Here we go. go Bucks, Bucks, Raiders. The fuck out of here. I mean Bucks and the Raiders. Don't don't tell me the fuck out of here. Josh McDaniels is gonna change that organization. Around. Oh, he's gonna change it, don't no doubt about it. But you're and, telling me Derek and, Carr and over look, Joe Burrow I, over look, Freaking Mahomes uh, over Josh Allen over Robert. He Robert. Are you? Oh my god! What, what? No, come on, make a case. Derek, Derek, Derek Carr. And come on, Devontae you're always like debating. Come on, let's go. Hunter, Hunter Renfo. Come on, get out of here, you fool guys. Okay, that's 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 a good offense right there. On the paper. defense got better. The oh, the defense got better with Chandler Jones. So Chandler Jones is also uh, older. Don't forget that he's been around and, for a while. I understand. I understand that, but there's still there's still a lot of players out there available. They still got the draft. I, I'm not counting. I, I'm that's just right now. It could change. We could, like you said, I mean, it probably will later. change if you're smart. But uh, well, my the NFC is staying the same. It's the Bucks. The Bucks are going to be in the Super Bowl, and you probably I can already tell you who's going to win it. But we'll save it for later. But I'm going to tell you the Bucks <laughs> are going to be in it. So that's for sure. And I, I guarantee you this audience, it, folks, I bet you Abe will change his Super Bowl pick by the time we get to the start of the season. I'm not even talking Thanksgiving. I'm talking the start of the season. It'll change. Just bank on it. For the, Just wait. For the, for the AFC side, probably, but not NFC. Yeah, he'll he'll realize like five minutes after this pod's over, like, what was they thinking making that prediction? Uh, hey, there's, it's a possibility. I mean, you, you never know. I mean, you're because... right. You never know. It's the NFL. That's what's great about it. But also, like, I if I would have said... If I would have said 
who else is the fucking Colts? Then you could have been like, you idiot. <laughs> no, no, because I think the Raiders are not that much different than the Colts in terms of like tiers. Like they're probably in the same tier, even though the Raiders did make the playoffs. But that was also oh wait, did they? Yeah, they did make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they but did. uh, I mean, barely. Also, so I mean, they if the Colts don't lose against the Jaguars, like they're in the playoffs too. So it's not like they were. They're not that far off from each other, so anything can happen. <laughs> that's that's what you're that's what you're hinging on. Anything can happen. <laughs> all right, did we miss any signings? Because I went through all of my Instagram posts already. Uh, I think we covered it. Yeah, I think we covered. Uh, oh well, you don't care, but uh, Dante Fowler is that how you say it? Fowler uh-huh. went to the Cowboys. They signed him. That's a good signing. He's Didn't y'all resign your? Is that the punter? <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's uh, no Dante Fowler. He was the linebacker or the. Oh, okay, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't yeah. follow, I don't follow the Cowboys. <laughs> oh gosh, damn it! And he played for Atlanta, but anyway. All right, uh, are we? Are, let's, are, let's speculate. Is there anything else free agency wise that we can expect before we put our eyes towards the draft? Is there anything on the table? that we're missing as far as like, oh, this this person here could be like a game changer or whatever, or a nice addition that we didn't discuss already. I'm hearing a lot about Bobby Wagner. To we haven't Denver? really talked about it. It's, I'm That's the only thing I Denver, heard. Uh, well, I'm hearing Denver and then I also heard Kansas City. Uh, I'm also hearing Cowboys, but I, I'm not going to count on the Cowboys signing him. Um, uh-huh. I it could be Denver. It could be Kansas City. Um, we'll see. If it goes Denver's way, then, yeah, you're probably going to get the matchup you're wanting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. According to you, the Raiders are going to just run roughshod over the entire hey, AC. Well, if, the, if <laughs> Wagner goes to the Raiders, then shit, I'm sticking with that then. Okay. I'm sticking with that. Well, you're, you're, on, you're, 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 it. You you're it on here, the folks. record, homie. You're on well, the record. Yeah, well, if Wag, if Bobby Wagner signs with the Raiders, that is my pick. Okay. Bucks, Raiders, Super Bowl. I mean, I wouldn't not dig it. I mean, Josh McDaniels versus Tom Brady. That's basically Tom what Brady? the match. Well, actually, that wouldn't be the match because they don't face each other in terms of scheme. But you know, but I'm sure Josh McDaniels could, you know, give the defense some insight on how Brady thinks because they were in sync a lot over there in New England. Yeah. So yep. that that would be an interesting Super Bowl, um, but if you're talking ratings, Broncos Bucks is awesome. Russ Wilson versus Brady, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 be pretty good too. All right, so I think we've covered all the free agency. Um, I think we the next pod with you and I will be the post draft. At least for round one to see what happens. Well, we're we're doing the draft right. We're gonna do right after the round one or something like that. Or yeah, we'll do a po- like a post draft right after round one. So uh, right. that can be what the audience can expect out of us uh, upcoming, and then uh, then the schedule release because we got to find out when that Dallas Tampa game is and mark our yes. calendars, book our hotels, and uh, you said that, that <laughs> save, was, save our um... monies. <laughs> I don't want to go with sixty dollars. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, we we gotta put our focus on that. But 
draft first. Draft in April. I yes. think the final week of April on a Thursday. Yes. It's uh the twenty something. I'll get the date for you and go from there. Cool. All right, buddy. That's when we'll meet up next pod-wise. Always fun talking NFL with you. And hopefully you, the audience, enjoy it and are updated on all your coverage for the free agency. A lot happened. I think this is probably the most I've ever seen in a free agency of stuff going down. Usually, I mean, there's some stuff here and there, but this has been like just crazy moves. It's turning into the NBA a little bit, which we figured it was going to go that way anyway, right? Eventually, so, but a lot more, a lot more interesting than the NBA, at least in my opinion. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, buddy, we'll we'll talk right. for the draft. That'll be the next time we hook up here on the pod. Oh yeah. All right, take it easy. All right, later's. Once again, thanks to Abraham Trevino for hopping on and finishing up this discussion on NFL free agency, which has just been absolutely crazy. I've never seen anything like it uh, in my time watching the NFL. But now, as I mentioned earlier, we turn our attention to the draft, which comes in the latter part of April. Um, so be on the lookout for a pod on that down the line. Um, I also did mention earlier at the beginning of this podcast, I do hope to catch The Lost City in an early showing. Um, also, the new movie X from director Ty West, which has been getting some uh, rave reviews, including some from a couple of friends that have seen it. So I kind of want to catch that and maybe do a double movie review and put out another episode for you this week. Uh, we'll see how that pans out. But if not, for sure I'll be back next week as we are heading to WrestleMania week. Uh, it's coming real quickly, folks. So hopefully hopefully I can secure a guest and we do the, the WrestleMania show, uh, which I've done the last two years. And it's been some of the best shows that I've done uh, ratings-wise and um So, yeah, looking forward to that. But thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Hope you enjoyed. And, again, you can follow this podcast on Spotify. Search Palace Off the Top Rope. Hit that follow button. I would greatly appreciate it. I do share this podcast link through all my social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through podbean.com. You can download the Podbean app to listen there. Or if you're an Apple person, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, leave me that five-star review, any constructive criticism. I greatly appreciate it. I always want to try to make this show better. Um, planning on doing some digital code giveaways in future episodes. I got some lined up here that I, that I want to, I want to give back, right? It's not always about me, me, me. So I want to give back to you guys, especially for, for those of you that have been loyal listeners. Um, appreciate that very much. Uh, I was looking over. A lot of the numbers and passed over 6,000 downloads in the history of this show, which to me, I mean, that's huge for me. That may not mean anything to anybody else in the long term or anybody that follows data for podcasts. But for me personally, that, that's a, that's a huge goal met or just surpassed anything that I, that I could have ever thought of for this and, uh, just continue to aim bigger and continue to aim to get better. So thank you guys so much. And we'll catch you on the next episode, right? Take it easy. God bless you.